Welcome to Down to Herf, the podcast for cigar smokers, whiskey drinkers, and for the people just looking to kick back, light up, and have a good time. I'm your host, Jerry, and I'm joined by, as always, my co-host, Gio and Caleb. Fellas, 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 how are we doing on this fine Sunday fun day? Caleb, what's up? Dude, excited to be here. We got a banger cigar that we already lit up and started to smoke. And we got some great whiskey, as always, too. So I'm ready to get this show started. Let's go. Gio, what's going on, man? How was your day? Good, man. Good, man. Excited. What's up, Hustler Universe? Yeah, seriously. Hustler Universe, what is going on? How is everybody? Hopefully, you guys are as good as we are tonight. About to get into a real crazy cigar, but first, let's uh, talk about ourselves a little bit, man. Let's let's let these people know what we're all about. Caleb, what's going on, brother? All right, so I'm Caleb. I am like the goofball of the show, probably <laughs> next to Jerry, the most whiskey drinker guy on the podcast as well. Just looking to get into some crazy good, crazy expensive whiskeys. And I am the cigar amateur to the show. Um, notoriously high rater of cigars, so any cigar company <laughs> looking for a nice high rating, dude, hit me up. I'm your guy. I'll rate your cigar very well. You know, <laughs> shout out to the podcast. Shout out to you know whoever. I'll help you guys out with you know just send us some cigars. I'll I'll boost you up. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. That I just I'm the funny guy. That's about it. Brutally, brutally honest when it comes to the uh, the high rating, right? Because <laughs> like he is notoriously a high rater. It's it's actually scary like tatiana's are getting 91 overalls (laughs) that ain't me i'm not rating our resident short king tall ratings yeah how come you didn't mention that you're the short king of the show oh i I didn't know if you got a good angle on me today and i look a little taller but we'll see short king anyways guys i'm jerry i am uh, i guess one of the three co-hosts of the show i kind of run shit back here all the uh you know the soundboard the uh Camera switch. The camera switch. I, I kind of do everything. Uh, Host, producer, ringleader. <laughs> captain. G- Gio and Caleb kind of cap- summed it up cap- for me. The captain. Main character, energy. Oh, <laughs> oh come on, dude. Nah, I'm just fucking with you. So that's a little callback to the past, but uh, yeah. Listen, guys, I'm so happy to be here. This is going to be a lot of fun, and uh, if you guys got anything you want to ask us, you know, feel free to reach out. We're really, really good at uh, getting back to people that want to know about us. Uh, oh, yeah. we got we got an intro Geo as well, man. Yeah, he's, he's got to tell he's got to tell a little bit about himself. <laughs> and uh, without further ado, it's our uh, resident steroid user oh, yeah. Giovanni. What <laughs> is up, true. bro? What do these people need to know about you, man? Well, I'm Giovanni. I also go by Geo. So, I mean. Smoke a lot of cigars with this guy. Fortunate to have the pleasure of here for you guys that are new to the show and it's you know a bad but great habit. I have unfortunately spent a stupid amount of money on cigars. Hopefully I start spending less. But in the meantime, you know, I like to think of myself as kind of the stickler, like in terms of if we're talking about how we rate stuff. To get a ten, you gotta blow it away. It's always how it's been for me. Uh I talk too damn much and my burns are always a problem. Well, I mean, that pretty much sums up Geo. He uh, really is a like a stickler when it comes to the ratings and getting high ratings is uh, not really in his uh, agenda. But uh, that being said, guys, welcome to uh, Cigar Hustler Universe, right? Hell yeah. This is going to be a lot of fun. New so. things moving forward. Uh, we're in season two, but, you know, awesome to have finally done on our one year anniversary. So this is big news for us. Awesome. 
season 1.2 i don't know how 2.1 2 2 2.1 2.2 2.2 actually i don't, I don't know, makes more I don't sense. know. Yeah. uh dude what do we got planned for the show caleb all right well we got our intros done well we got to get into our cigar we got to get into our whiskey uh we'll be doing a giveaway we have our main meat subject of the show and uh, we got a patrol gone wild as usual and our cigar reviews to wrap things up I feel like that was not what I meant for the show, but oh. okay. So Caleb just <laughs> no told idea. you the entire no, show. So really, uh, I'm gonna go right to Geo. Geo, what are we smoking on this episode, buddy? Because because Caleb just went off on a crazy fucking. Well, he just I'll told the, the whole show. The real thing here, just so people understand who haven't listened to us before. You know, obviously our uh, regular audience knows what we're about, but we review a cigar, we drink a whiskey with it, and then we have our little banter in between and a main topic that we get into. Please don't ever refer to our main topic as main meat. I don't know why. I was just really concerned. Yeah, dude, Caleb, that sounded super close to man meat. And <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> main meat? What do you mean by that, dude? Well, yeah. I, man I, meat? I don't mean meat from Maine. I just mean like the main thing in the sandwich. Okay. Yeah. yeah never say that again. Yeah. We're, we're, we're <laughs> oh, we're getting right back into fucking roasting Caleb like we always do. Yeah. You you fucked that one up, dude. Oh, uh, I know the cigar hustler guy is gonna roast me too. So. Well, you know what? You earned that one. Yeah, I pretty much do. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't ever refer to anything on this show as meat unless it actually is meat. All right. Anywho, Gio, what are we smoking today, buddy? I'm real excited uh, for it. So this is actually a fun one. In honor of this episode, we left what we were going to smoke for our first uh, Hustler Universe episode to a poll. Narrowly beat out a very banger of a cigar that we will be smoking later. It was between this and the Anejo 3 by Alfonso. Another United product there. Those guys make some. But without further ado, we got the Davidoff Year of the Rabbit LE 2023. To give you some details about this, they come in a 10-count box. They are 5, 15, 16th by 54, because, you know, Davidoff has to have their bougie-like sizes, and it's never, like, couldn't be 7, 8th. It had to be 15, 16th. <laughs> but to give you a background about the Zodiac series... They kind of run on, like, the like their own system, Davidoff. Yeah, they do whatever the fuck they yeah, want. Yeah, they do what they want. They're Davidoff. And that's why they charge a fuck ton of money. So... Uh, for those who aren't familiar with the Davidoff Zodiac series, every year they release a cigar based on the Chinese Zodiac and, you know, whatever year corresponds to it. I believe 2021, last year was the year of the tiger, year of the ox before, before that. that, so on and so forth. Year of uh, the rat. Yeah, the year rat was what, four years ago? Shit. It's 2020. Almost four years ago. Shit. Yeah, and then 2021 was the year of the ox and then. 22 was the year of the tiger, and now 2023 is the year of the rabbit. Man, good thing there isn't no like Davidoff Zodiac killers going around like back in the day. The Zodiac killer, let's just hope for that. Bruh. Oh, that's what, what are you man, talking about? You are just the Zodiac stretching. killer, bro. He's he's reaching right now. I don't know what the hell he's reaching for. Geo, continue, please. All right, so this cigar is going to have an Ecuadorian hybrid 238 wrapper. I could not find what that particularly means, but. An Ecuadorian wrapper is there. Um, basically, it uses a San Andreas Negro binder and a Nicaraguan and Dominican filler. Uh, these guys are incredibly, incredibly rare and expensive. A box of 10 will set you back 500 big ones. It means a single is 50 bucks. I do recall that uh, being purchased and literally wanting to puke in my own mouth because... 
we got six cigars <laughs> sent to us for $290. Oh, my God. It, what the fuck are we thinking? Well, I think that's a big question here, too, that, you know, for people who are just listening to us, and a lot of people don't, this is out of their budget. Well, well this ties into the, the, the title of this episode, which is going to be, Davidoff, you're the rabbit. Is it really worth the price tag? I guess we're going to find out. Caleb? I know right now we are pretty excited about the cigar. Gio got a little into that. What are we drinking today, brother? All right. We have right here a new one for us. It's called The Clover Single Barrel, and we have the Tennessee Straight Bourbon Whiskey. So this is out of Tennessee, of course. Um, produced out of, not produced generally out of Tennessee. This is made with some undisclosed uh, Indiana whiskey and grains. Um, it has a very undisclosed mash bill. So it is aged four years. We got a 90 proofer. And this is named out of, after Bobby Jones, one of the most inf- influential individuals in the sport of golf. Um, he's the only golfer to achieve the original Grand Slam, which means you win all four major championships. And he did it in the same calendar year in 1930, and he was only 28 years old. So he won the U.S. Open, British Open, U.S. Amateur, and the British Amateur. So the clover refers to a four-leaf medallion that his mother gave him. And each of the leaves stand for hope, faith, love and luck and that actually it says it on the side of the bottle so it's pretty cool um again they focus really heavily on distinct single barrel whiskeys uh they got their rye the whiskey and the bourbon all sourced from indiana um they initially launched in 2020 with a run of 24,000 bottles so pretty limited here is this an mgp product it says un undisclosed but you said source from indiana, indiana. Yeah, so i'm gonna guess it is yes so mgp yeah. MGPI. Yeah. I'm gonna guess it is, and um, <coughs> it just there. Sorry, oh. <laughs> yo, he's smoking crack. Yep. So me. the primary factor that just makes this like a Tennessee whiskey is uh because it has the Lincoln County process and part of it's how they roll it out and make it. So it's where the whiskey in maple sugar is infused in charcoal chips before it enters the cask, and the result is a complex aroma with a slight char to make a beautifully mellow whiskey and it's got a nice golden amber color to it i think with that four years age as well this stuff tastes really good this is kind of like reminding me of the uh the jack daniels bonded a little bit i can Uh, see that i i know that this is an indiana product but i feel like that that tennessee blend that they they bring into this uh yeah that really process it really is reminding me a little of the bonded so I, I know this was kind of like a, a newer product, but this is kind of like one of those ones that seems to be like getting a lot of traction because I, I noticed you never really heard of it. And then now everybody's getting these bottles and you're like, they're kind of getting a little hype. So, I mean, I was really excited to do this bottle and even more excited to do this cigar. So, I, I mean, let's see how they fucking pair, man. Should make for a great yeah. pairing. Yeah, I this mean, is a cool cigar, too, if you guys need another look at it, but should make a great pairing. And so, yeah, to touch on the actual, like, whiskey, when I first took a sip of it, I think I said that, like, it got, like, a honey taste to it almost. Like, that's how I felt it was finished. So that, like, process that you described, Caleb, really seems to make sense. Uh, last thing I also wanted to touch on on the cigars, uh, the reason, though, that Davidoff actually charges a little bit more as well for the Zodiac series, I mean, they're already really expensive, but all tobacco in the Zodiac series is already aged four and a half years. Hmm. Awesome. So that was something I wanted to bring up as well. One of the things they started doing with this uh, last couple runs of the Zodiac series is the actual Davidoff stores 
have an exclusive Vitola that's a little bit bigger. It's a more of a Toro size. Um, and they're limited to just 600 boxes. They set you back even further at 72 a stick. Holy <laughs> shit, dude. Wow. So I and guess only- this is going to come right back to that. Is it worth it? Because this is fucking crazy, man. Because normally I get a stick like this. I throw it in the humidor. I'm like, yeah, I'll get to it for a special occasion. I don't know how many special occasions I have left, but I have enough cigars to last me probably the rest of my life. Hey, uh, something to smoke for every birthday or every, you know, sort of family event that goes on. Also noting on that price point, the Clover goes for around 70 bucks. So not too bad. And um, I got a drink that you guys could make with this. Um it's called the Bolvedar, and um, you would do one and a half ounces of the Clover whiskey, an ounce of Campari, um, you know, the Italian fortified wine, the red, and then you'd add an ounce of sweet vermouth and garnish with an orange twist. So, I don't know. It sounds like an interesting drink. I'd be up for trying that. I'd definitely be up for trying it. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. not really sure. What, 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 what is surprised the, you'd... the Italian thing you just said? Campari. Campari. It's Campari? just a mixing. Yeah. Like, it's like liquor. a fortified wine liqueur. Okay. Yeah, sounds I'm, good. I'm just surprised you didn't say an old fashioned or a Manhattan. Nope. So yeah, this is our <laughs> notorious old fashioned Manhattan guy. Uh, I mean, I guess it would make a great <laughs> or old fashioned. There it is. There it is. It would. It's got a little sweetness to it. Can you guys taste that? I mean, I definitely. That's where I got the honey. I got okay. a little fruitiness, sweet. Uh, I don't. What about you, Jerry? I have to be completely honest with you. My senses are a little fucked up right now because somebody at work got me fucking sick. Geo. Fucking dickhead. The guy's been sick with the sniffles for fucking four days. I finally am like, all right, Sunday. Just make it to Sunday. Don't get sick. I wake up today. I'm like, fuck. (laughs) So for any of you guys out there, you know what I'm talking about. Fuck. This shit sucks. Is there anything worse? Is there anything worse? I mean, I work from home. So if I get a sick day, it's because I'm really in bad shape. I'm not looking for sick days. I'm talking about just like you wake up. What, like what? And you feel that, and you feel like you just don't want to get out of bed. You don't want to do. No, it's not that. I just just have the sniffles. So like my taste is all fucked up. Oh well, I mean, I don't want to say it too loud because people are probably going to think I have COVID nineteen. <laughs> wink, wink. Stupid COVID. COVID. You should have got COVID. Should have got your shot, man. Yeah, should have got my shot. Should have. I'd have a lot worse problems than the sniffles. Also, to note. On this uh, Clover bottle, um, the reason why it gets a lot of hype, especially this time of year, is that Bobby Jones also is one of the founders and helped design Augusta National Golf Club. And the Masters is coming up, so generally gets a lot of hype around this time of year. So so yeah. I haven't really followed the Masters this year. I, I, I rarely follow golf um, to like, listen, I follow the majors for the most part. Right, so I haven't really watched any like winners or anything. Uh, so I really I couldn't tell you who's hot, who's not right now. Obviously, I'm not really set, you know trying to sit here and talk about golf for the yeah. next hour, but that is pretty cool. I mean, that is a world famous you know golf course. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You're talking about the biggest, the biggest tournament of the year, kind of. Right? I think so for sure. I'd say that or the U.S. Open. I agree. I, don't know. I haven't been following golf. I'm an LIV guy. Not really. Yeah, you're a big, big, big live guy over here. I like that. I've just stopped. Been, Capitalism. I've been really, finest. I've been really not following golf as much. You got hockey season wrapping up, basketball getting in the playoffs, and baseball just started. So I don't know. Golf's on my on the back burner. Listen, the most important thing at the end of the month is happening, and that's the NFL draft. That's the sport thing. Why? Because go Bills. 
Well, we have our smokes, we have our drinks. That's typically how we're going to do things every episode. Uh, from there, we're going to pretty much get into a topic. And what is this week's topic, Gio? Well, I thought this was more than appropriate just because of the randomness of it and the place of all people, countries to do this. Mexico has instituted, as of this Jan- last January, a public tobacco ban. So you that, cannot- that came in effect this year, in yeah, January. January. So it's just three months ago. Right. I didn't even hear about this. Like, I didn't even know this happened. And just randomly combing the internet, I found this and was just perplexed because, of all things Mexico is worried about, it's tobacco. That's that's why I didn't really understand when you when you told me about it, I was like yeah okay yeah yeah Mexico yeah tobacco you know you, like the the very the very few things that they should be worrying about that this is one of them hey listen you don't smoke this cigar in public but hey man I can get you a great deal on a kilo mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody knows someone in Mexico like if you're a resident of Mexico you know someone who's probably involved with the cartels whether it's a business. Whether it's actually directly working for them, a crooked, you know, politician or something. And it's like, of all things, you're going to ban tobacco and cigarettes in public, all public parks, places, restaurants, even the beaches. Like, are you kidding me? So outdoor space, free space for everyone. My question is this. How is this going to affect tourism in Mexico? Because, I mean, I feel like their economy relies heavily on American tourism. So and and you know, Americans, dude, if there's one thing you can count on. It's we're taking advantage of the all-inclusive drinking of alcohol. True. And men typically are going to want to smoke a couple stogies. Well, Fair? Absolutely. Well, the thing is, like, what makes no sense whatsoever is, like, cigars are such a huge part of Latin American culture. Latin culture in general, there is literally a rapper... Mexican San Andreas rapper. So yeah, what are like, they going to do about that in Mexico? The thing is, they could <laughs> produce all of this stuff, but it it just doesn't make any sense to me, and that just proves that there's such an oddball war on tobacco. It it really just is very strange to me. But what I don't understand is this, and I know we've brought this up on previous shows. Obviously, to our new audience, this is going to be something that that they from us are hearing for the first time. Why is there such a war on tobacco? But yet, there's this like leniency going toward other drugs in like marijuana. So, like, what I mean by that is, you could go and fucking be praised for smoking weed. I mean, we have fucking little tents in the United States now that you can literally do needle exchanges for heroin. But if you want to fucking go out there and purchase a premium cigar, why is that such a big deal? I just don't understand why this is becoming such an issue. Because there always has to be some bad guy. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to blame big tobacco because it doesn't have a face. Tobacco can't advertise on public airways. They can't advertise in movies the way you would. Like, if you see a guy smoking in a movie, it's a big deal because it, I believe, automatically has to be rated R. Or they are automatically assumed to be the bad guy in the movie. Like, you rarely see a good guy smoking a cigar in a movie. It's all. It could be a main character, but they're usually bad, like Tony yeah. Soprano, some sort of mafia boss, some criminal boss. Gone are the days you see fucking Arnold sitting there. 
<laughs> just ripping his goddamn fucking machine gun with the cigar hanging out of his fucking mouth, dude. Oh, like what is that? Shame. Pre- like predator. Yeah. Like fucking all that. Like, but you don't see that shit no more. Like it's definite. Like I might be wrong on it. Has to be radar. Maybe like, but you can't be a child front. Like you can't have a PG movie that depicts smoking or anything like that. So maybe it's PG thirteen even. But I know that the whatever rating association just changed that for. Not recently. This was years ago. But, yeah, it's just weird, the war on tobacco. I don't understand it. And, like, everything is based on, like, you know, how sensitive people are and offensive. Well, all right, you're fucking with something that's a big part of a minority culture right now. Like, cigars are literally, for example, for Hispanic people, a part of life. Tobacco is grown in Latin America. I feel like a lot of their economy depends on that. Oh, yeah. Well, in tourism, obviously, they're, 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 yeah. these countries are beautiful, and these U.S. territories, beautiful beaches, they're beautiful. I, I just feel like Mexico is essentially doing what America's doing. Just it's Mexico, so it's like real extreme, real they, quick. They have <laughs> like, full blown drug cartels. Nar- they're basically a narco state with like narco sponsored terrorism. If you consider like. You know, cartel murders, terrorism in certain towns, wars that break out between like the Sinaloa and other cartels. It's like, and you're worried about tobacco? Like, we're talking tobacco. We're not talking murders, cocaine, meth. But so, all sorts what, of drugs. what you're telling me is this, Caleb. I, could, I have a better chance of walking around with like an Uzi or like a Mac 10 machine gun in Mexico, shooting up a public bus, cocaine in my pocket. But if I have a cigar in my mouth, this is where the line is drawn. This is the hard line. Well, what's easy to say, though, is, too, this is a country like Mexico that obviously their government has trouble, you know, demonstrating. So it's easy to say, look it, we banned tobacco, but everything else is fucked up. <laughs> like, it's political posturing is all it is, because even... When you read up on this, because you look to see how the enforcement is, like, are people really being fined or thrown in jail over this? Well, didn't you say you you read, like, an article of somebody that was, uh, they were, like, on a vacation? Yeah. So, you kind of were explaining to me that the enforcement level of this uh, ban is, like, non-existent, non-existent right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So. It's a quote-unquote ban. It's a ban. Yeah. So like it, like what does that actually entail? That's why like I don't know how how deep we want to go into it, but I mean, what does this right. actually mean? All right, so here's the way I would describe. Are we talking it. jail time here? Or are we talking like fines? Like what are we talking about? Uh, I'm assuming it's a fine. I don't believe production. Really... Like is production and manufacturing illegal? No, it's like, just consumption in public. Consumption in public. Probably so, like, is the fine, I guess. Right. If yeah. it's in public, yeah. Yeah, I guess we should have probably specified that, right? I can't really find it. I'm looking on a site right now. I, I can't find anything about the penalties if you're given a ticket or summoned or whatever. I can't really find anything, but I do have some like background on why they initiated it. All right, let's hear it. Okay. All right, so the Federal Health Ministry of Mexico says that this new law will prevent 49,000 premature deaths and 300,000 cases of smoking-related illnesses over the next 10 years. That's what they say. Um, it is one of the most strictest anti-smoking policies in the world right here, uh, which is crazy because, again, we said how interesting <clears throat> crime-ridden Mexico can be. Mexico doesn't even accurately track their crime statistics. <laughs> right? That's the fuck. But they can accurately <laughs> track the, or predict deaths. I, I guess so, man. Um, 
Also to note that a lot of Mexicans do think that this is a very draconian law by nature. They say this is insane that it would even get passed and brought about. And it is also funny. They say that um, one in eight people in Mexico do smoke tobacco. So it's that's a that's a pretty strong number considering yeah. that Mexico is a country of 16 million people. So one in eight smoke tobacco. Only 16 million people in Mexico? I don't know how accurate it is, but that's what this article says, and this is a BBC article. What so. do we have in the United States? 375 million? Something like 390 that. million? At least 320. Like, what? Hey, that bro. was like a guess. I, I don't, yeah. I've never actually looked it up. I mean, I'm you're not probably you're, you're probably really close. I, I don't work for the fucking uh, United States <laughs> Census over here, so uh, this is obviously a, a guess. Probably is. You're probably really close now yeah. since, uh, 20, since 2020. I don't know, That man. was the last census uh, three years ago. So people are dropping dead here. Dropping dead, yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, like I said, it seems like one in eight. That's a pretty high numbers for being a smoker of of either cigars or cigarettes. Okay. What's, what's it in the United uh, States? Hold uh, on. I don't know. Per person. I don't know where that article got their figure of. Because I just Googled population of Mexico. It's 126.7 There we go. Million. Oh, that's okay. why I was like, okay. what? All right. So the, that would be my, one in eight. My, yeah, what? So 16 million people are smokers in Mexico. There you yeah. go. Okay, so there we, you go. I was like, there's something wrong. I read, yeah, I read, it, I read it wrong, too. I, I would, uh, 16 million? That's a how, lot. How the fuck? We would just run. That's we'd California. Run a, yeah, we would run a truck over them. Like it would be. It wouldn't even be funny. The cartel would win. <laughs> yes. Yes. One hundred percent. I'll see how many uh, U.S. smokers are tobacco and cigarettes. Uh, I'll, well, just to compare numbers. That would probably be very. It's got to be declining because aside from New Zealand, which instituted that generational smoking ban, I think this is like the next craziest. Well, AB nine thirty five in California. You said that. It, didn't pass? Um, so it went to committee and it never went to a vote. So Okay. It's so that was the, the generational tobacco ban California. in California. So it's in the fucking um, circulation, but usually if it doesn't go to a vote... So it's still out there. Yeah, it's on its last leg, so to speak. Okay. I mean, because like, that's kind of... like Put it this way, if like a Hail Mary would require it to pass, like... California has a better chance of getting a Republican governor than this bill passing. Well, that's that's my point. I mean, yeah. like this is absurd to think that a country or could have states that operate independently from the rest of the country and just say, "Hey, listen, we don't want you guys smoking fucking like Californians. We don't want you guys smoking tobacco if you're born." I, I would guess the grandfather date would be the day it passed. Anything after that could never smoke tobacco or purchase tobacco, right? I'm assuming. Well, I think they were talking about anyone born after 2000, like eight or nine. Yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't yeah. yeah, but 2008 or nine. Yeah, that's what I think it said. 2007. So you're not even grandfathered yeah. in. No. Yeah, I think I think we said when we discussed that it was 2007, eight or nine. Geo's really close there. Within that range. So you you couldn't even be grandfathered in. Correct. Correct. But the fucked up thing is, I was also reading into it. They didn't have any punishment for smoking, possessing. <laughs> You just can't buy it. Why is Gavin Newsom such a fucking asshole? That I just suck. don't understand. It that would suck so fucking bad yeah. to have him as your governor. Well, I'm sorry for any Californians <laughs> listening to the show, but God damn it. How the fuck can you? Oh, my God. It I would need... just suck to want to smoke in California if you were born after 2007. If like, What if you really enjoyed cigars or it was a family thing or a tradition? How or... old are you today if you're if you're 16? Yeah. yeah you're 16, 16 years old, right? You're 16 if you're born in 2007. So technically, you got 
five more years if you could smoke i guess you can't but if you wanted to purchase tobacco and cigars in california you technically couldn't i guess i don't like to get too political but dude this is like tiring like Tyranny, dude. It's crazy. It's crazy. And and, and then that's just California, okay? These guys are trying to put these bills in the, into effect. And then you got like uh states like Florida, like where you you could essentially just do whatever the fuck you want. Just don't drink and drive. That's yeah. very serious there. Yeah. Very, very serious. Yeah, zero tolerance. I like that though. Yeah. I like that. Wanna hear something fucked up? When I was in the Virgin Islands, there was like a rule that you could take your drinks to go and drive, but it just had to be in like a sealed container like they had to have a lid on it with a straw you know i really did not anticipate you going with that i thought you were gonna say something different once you brought up virgin islands <laughs> yeah he would just make one of those corny dad jokes that he always yeah. makes don't do it just should do I, not do it i have no, i have no, one no I no, have no, one. no 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 pass me that clover right, but i do i do I'm into my second I, I have a here. joke though third pour third third pour. oh yeah that's that right chug. yeah yo yeah i did i just took one straight straight to the face homie needed to get a little uh loose well, I mean, hey, these people deserve entertainment. And right. if by me getting fucking crippled drunk on the fucking show <laughs> is what they need to fucking be entertained, consider it done. I love that for you. I love consider that for us. Consider it done. I love that for all of us. And I do have those numbers on uh, American smokers. So if you guys want that, um, yeah, out of the whole population, this gives estimated 325 million in America says nearly 40 million U.S. adults are tobacco smokers. Cigarettes, cigars combined. So, All right. So essentially uh, one-eighth. Pretty much, I guess. Yeah. I'm not too good with math. I mean. I can pull out the old calculator. It will be 320 by, by 40. More than double what uh, Mexico has. I mean, I feel it's like. It's eight. It's one-eighth. Oh, perfect. One-eighth of our population. It's the same as Mexico. Perfect. And coincidentally. That was no calculator, by the way. Oh, I... Coincidentally, at first it wasn't no calculator. Then I double checked my math. It is one eighth yeah. directly. And coincidentally, what you know is common about the U.S., Mexico, and Latin American countries. Oh wait, growing tobacco was a fucking major crop that actually helped build this country. Tobacco road in the Carolinas. Hell, yeah. tobacco grows in fucking Pennsylvania and Connecticut. That Connecticut broadleaf. Speaking of which, Mexico, the Dominican, Mexico, that San Andreas. We love, we love a San Andreas rapper on the show, Fucking man. Mexicans, dude. Bro, San Andreas binder. Also, just to touch on this, cigar, this thing is fucking holding up fantastic. So we're in about a third right now. Uh, this thing. Remember. This is a $50 MSRP cigar. So in New York, you're looking at 80. You're looking at nah, 70, like 75 bucks. It's crazy. It's it's absurd. So what do you think so far, man? It's pretty good. For anybody out there that hasn't smoked a cigar, okay? You're on the fence. You really want to know this is where we're going to kind of get into that like do we really believe it's worth that price tag? I mean, Construction-wise, this thing is holding up beautifully, which I shit on Davidoff in the past because a year of the Ox, $60 cigar, more expensive than this three, year, three years ago, two years ago? Two years ago. But now, I got to say, I, I prefer this Vitola over the 
Year of the Ox. Yeah, the Year of the Ox. Was it was like a, a fat boy. It was a 6x60? Yeah, it was a big cigar. Yeah. And that thing exploded. Do you think it was because we smoked it in the cold? And I hate to bring that up, but like... It, is. it was kind of, like, it was a little nippy in here, right? It's possible, do you, but... Do you want to give it the benefit of the doubt, or do you just want to just, like, shit all over it? Because I think we did the Davidoff year of the... the Churchill. Yeah, we did the late hour. Yeah. And uh, how did that rate? Do we know, Caleb? I'll look back at it. Yeah, yeah like, Caleb, Caleb's our record keeper as well, so he, he always knows, uh, you know, if we have to go back in time. That was pretty early in season one? Yeah, yeah, okay. I would say was that like was pretty a, early, like, early last first year. First ten episodes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, just so I know where to look. Yeah. yeah. Now I will say I don't. I remember my rating not being very high on that. I wasn't a big fan of the late hour. I feel like that's kind of crazy because I I feel like I really love that cigar, hey, and I think we had it in the robusto. Different so. strokes for different folks. <laughs> okay, I got it right here. Listen, yeah, how, how did dude, it rate, dude? This was episode six. Okay. I knew it was first time. Um, I gave it an 89. Um, appearance, I gave it a 7. Burn, 9. Construction, 10. Draw, 9.5. And enjoyment, 9. I'm sure if I had to re-smoke that, a lot would probably change. Did you have rating. our ratings? I no? didn't. We didn't. That's when we yeah, didn't we weren't, we weren't really doing it like that. But you gave it an 89, so I would assume yeah. I was kind of like right there, maybe a, a point Geo, lower. probably a little lower, yeah. And Joe, yeah. Uh, or I think G- I was, was probably a little lower. Yeah. Low that, 80s? Could have been. What I want to say, man. Dude. Sounds about right for a Geo review. If I rated it 89. All right. So if, if I so went 89, Geo probably went 85 or below. I'm gonna go so ahead. this Davidoff, Vitola, and uh, Expression. Like, what, do you, what are you thinking? Listen, I'm a fan of Perfectos. Me like, too. Like, I love too. this Vitola. And that is just something I like personally. I'm enjoying this cigar so far. What about you, Caleb? What are you thinking? I'm getting to like the halfway point again. I like this the Vitola. halfway point, dude. I just got through the first third. Yeah, I oh, need to slow down. I need to slow down. Notoriously fast smoker as well. High rater, fast smoker. I rip him. He rips him. Um, go ham, yeah. And I don't like him. What was that? BLP chopper. Yeah. Oh, BLP no. kosher. Kosher. That's what it is. Um, yeah, it's very. It's like creamy. Great smokes again. Fat clouds, man. This thing is fat clouds, dude. Fat clouds. Yo, bro. Smoky it's gonna stick. be real hard to take you serious when you got this guy fucking. <laughs> Saying shit like fat clouds. Come on, man. What are you doing? Dude, that's how I... It's part of my rating system, okay? If you ain't producing fat clouds... Come on, man! If you ain't producing fat clouds, you ain't on my watch list. <laughs> but um, V-Cut, I'm glad I went with the V-Cut. Great draws every time. No issue. So, now, when I read about this, this said this was medium to full. I don't personally feel that's that strong, but... I'm not getting any body to this, man. This thing is... No? It's a pretty light cigar. Yeah. I, I would say yeah. this is not. Uh, I think it's maybe it, well. maybe it'll uh, you know strengthen up a little bit as we get into it. But oh, pairing wise, it goes very good with this whiskey. I'm it a, does, dude. This whiskey really, really does. This whiskey is great. Yeah, like, yeah. This I, is I'm really a fan. Good. I think it, it's weird that those Tennessee whiskeys are starting to like lose the bite. No, not lose the bite, but like uh, they're starting to grow on me. Well, we got a lower lower proof on this ninety proof, but you get that mix of undisclosed Indiana. Whiskey and then the Tennessee uh, process. Was this a Greg Metz product? <laughs> well, I mean, we, we pretty much said MGPI. If it's sourced out of Indiana, I mean, there's really they're, they're only the one. There's like one major yeah, stop. They're the, they're the biggest. Um, 
Again, it's got the Tennessee process, the mellowing, which I, it works really well with this. They're the berry wood of sourcing. Just dropping the hammer down. Oh, God. <laughs> dropping it down. But yeah, this is, I think, uh, like you guys said, light cigar, very easy to smoke, perfect size too. Love the Perfecto. All right. So now, curious. I wonder how we'd feel if we were smoking the Toro, which is like a 6 by 56 It's different. And, I mean, we do seem to prefer Perfectos, Figurados, you know, Torpedos, uh, Vitolas, but I don't know. I I do appreciate, like, a a true Toro. Obviously, 54 would probably be, like, you know, a little bigger than your standard Toro, but... Well, remember, this is 15 sixteenths. Oh, yeah. (laughs) My apologies. Sorry, Davidoff. Yeah. Bougie-ass shit fucking you can't even like go down to the lowest common denominator <laughs> just leave it right there at 15 16 no division at all it's a very strange it's just number random. do you think that's part of the metric system because they're like uh no that's no that's just nope, davidoff nope, being difficult nope, oh, okay nope uh yeah just, that would be millimeters yeah but isn't davidoff like britain based sort of yeah yeah but yeah. but that would be millimeters but they're just being extra boozy at this bougie at this point bougie. oh wow chuji chuji Oh, God. <laughs> no Chuji here. Nah, At this wrong. point, people are probably like, what are they fucking talking about? Dude, all right. So I forgot to mention <laughs> that that is like the Afterhearth, like Gen Z word of the week. And I also am the host of the Afterhearth show. So if you're new to following us, be sure to tune into that as well. Yeah. We always appreciate more uh, more listeners. Grow our gang. Yeah. So obviously, I want to take this point. I just want to, or this moment and I want to just say, you know, we are on all social media. We post a lot of cool pictures of the the things that we smoke and drink. Uh, for anybody looking for crazy suggestions, we do really, we really smoke and drink a lot of different stuff. So if anybody's ever looking for, you know, cool content to look for, we're on Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, if you want to watch the whole show, which is a different experience, but... It's way more fun on the YouTubes. I'm a visual listener, so I really like that's how I like to watch a podcast. I, I need to see what the fuck I'm looking at. Uh, even like old Howard Stern back in the day, you know, it's fun to listen to Howard in the morning. But like, you could get like the the Howard Pass, and you could watch all the shows. Dude. There's nothing like watching like Beetlejuice or like oh, uh, God. you know all the crazy uh, kooky characters he has on. <laughs> you know, I, I just I feel like I need to visually watch things so. That option is available for you guys if you're visual listeners. Mm-hmm. Make sure you check us out on the on the YouTube and you do subscribe because yeah. the subscriptions definitely help us out. Obviously, they're going to help out uh, Cigar Hustler Universe, and we're all going to grow together, man. So Yeah. Uh, I think this would also be a nice way to touch into, I guess, the next thing we're talking about. In honor of this being our first episode on Cigar Hustler Universe, we're going to do a giveaway for you guys. Hell yeah, another giveaway, back-to-back. To to figure out the terms for this giveaway, you are going to have to follow our Instagram page. There will be a post when this episode is released, and all the instructions will be there. So we're each going to give away a cigar, and what do you think? T-shirt, some some little uh, down-to-her swag? I would definitely say some DTH swag. Shirt is needed. A couple stickers, shirt, a couple cigars. Yeah. Nice little introduction to the uh, Cigar Hustler universe. Yeah. 
Probably should follow those guys as well, too. I mean, I mean, if they're listening, I'm sure they're following. Yeah, they better. <laughs> yeah, right. You better. Grow a gang. Stay strong. Caleb has a lot of isms on the show. You guys will soon understand this. He says a lot of weird shit sometimes, <laughs> but we love he, him anyway. He is the show's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful short king. Some would say... We do, love him. Some would say I also have some sort of a tism myself, but, you know, that's neither here or there. I, I think they just tried to say you're retarded. Possibly. Yeah, retarded, yeah. autistic. On you're the, something, for on, sure. On the spectrum, for sure. You're on the spectrum. Definitely. Dude. You're on the yeah. spectrum. Yeah. Love you, though. Yeah. I love you, like a brother. Just like the, you. I'm, I'm just the character. Like, between the two of you. <laughs> love you guys. I'm no main character, but I'm a oh. character. I don't know, man. You definitely, you run our After Herb show. Yeah, it takes a lot of big D.E. right there. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. All right. All right, All right buddy. All yep, right. yep, yep, yep. Cringe. 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 Cringy. 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 Bruh him. Lock him up. Bruh him. Bruh. Bruh. Bro, I, I got a count going. Just to let you guys know, uh, new listeners, there's a bra count on some of the weird things I say. That's only eight for season two so far. Only eight, so not bad. Wow. Sometimes I get eight an episode. We might be. <laughs> yeah, right? Dude, you are. You're definitely out there. We're, we're going to have to do now going forward is like for the YouTube, there's going to be like a little ticker anytime it happens and it'll go from like eight to the next one. Oh, like, yeah, you just bring it up randomly through yeah. the episode. I'm once he gets, br- once he gets broad, ding, like it goes up. So was there anything more that we wanted to touch on on this uh, cigar ban in Mexico? I mean, I feel like we covered it. It's just so ridiculous. And then obviously if you guys are going to Mexico, you know, the enforcement Seems pretty, pretty lax. I don't understand how this really is going to work, though, especially like with such wide public areas and beaches and like Mexico is so dependent on tourism that it it just doesn't make sense that they're not going to want to piss off like people that are spending money, especially when on a resort, they're going to be charging a premium for cigars. I got a question for you guys. Have either of you guys been to Mexico and like experienced the beaches and like how they sell cigars on the beach? So a friend of mine once told me, if you buy a cigar on the beach, that shit is fake. Oh, it is 100% fake. Yeah. It's dog shit, short <laughs> filler, cigarette fucking bullshit. It comes in a glass container and it looks cool and yeah. it has a fake Cohiba fucking band on it. If you're buying cigars on the beach, that shit is fake. I've... I've actually had one of those fake Ahibas in the glass tube, and I'll tell you what, it actually smoked like pretty well. I'm not gonna front. It oh actually my did smoke. God, bro, dude. Not bad. I, I, John said this too, though. Yeah, John said that. <laughs> did did like really? Yeah. yeah. He's but like, like, no, it shit. It smoked pretty good, but I know it was bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's, you could tell by the the wrapper on it. It was like it looked like instead of like that Cohiba black, white, and gold, it was like taxi cab yellow. <laughs> it, it is one of the most. reproduced bootlegged faked cigar company in the world so be wary of those cohiba fucking cigars fugazi bullshit yeah i mean you're there's a lot of security features in our true cohiba band yeah so just make sure you do your research on those if you are smoking fucking cigars in mexico on the beach like caleb i mean enjoy your smoke on the beach if you don't get a fine or a ticket for it but you know you're on vacation relax it so just chill you might just go to mexican jail Hopefully. Who knows? It depends. Hopefully I mean, not. What, is, it, is it like pick and choose? Like, oh, yeah, American tourism? Yeah. Give me Jail $20. Forever. Or Lock 20 Oh, no, definitely. It has more to do with tourism, probably. It's probably a crazy fine. Would you not yeah. imagine that? 
absolutely. Now, I mean, for that, buy your cigars from a fucking humidor when you're on vacation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. You probably will pay more money, but... Why not just bring your own? Customs is a bitch sometimes. I'd rather you, pay customs and smoke good shit than I wonder if you smoke can, dog I, shit. I wonder now if going to Mexico, you can't bring your stuff like in your... That's actually a good yeah, question. Yeah, I wonder if you can. Know. I'd imagine... If you bring the travel humidor, hmm. like what happens? I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I guess we're not going to vacation anymore in Mexico. Well, not that I've ever been there. No, because tobacco isn't banned for purchase. Yes, correct. So and if you smoke it in a private area, but... What's considered a private area? If you're if you're a lounge, if probably. you're on vacation, is your resort considered a private area? I think so. I feel like you could argue that because they are Can guarded. You articulate it they, a little bit. I don't know. No. They are guarded by the military. If you go to like um, Cancun or anything, when you when you enter, they got the military guarded. So maybe it is sort of a private thing. I don't know. I'm guessing you probably have to go to a lounge. Would be my only guess that it's probably indoor. I don't know. Who knows, man? People are. This whole thing is dumb. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I'd have to agree to that. Now, curious. Are there any, like, I, I'm sure there's going to be this, and this might be a dumb question. Are there any cigar factories in Mexico that you could think of at the moment? Like, obviously, I know the big brands, like, are mostly out of the Dominican, but... Dominican, Nicaragua, Honduras. I'll look it up. Miami. Uh, there's some factories in the United States. Uh, yeah, like, because I would wonder... I guess that is a good question. Like, who's producing them, then? Um. Well, there's Te Amo. Uh, we talked about that with Miguel. That is like the one of the oldest cigar productions in Mexico. Um, it looks like there is also Santa Clara. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, in the Los Tuxlas region. So it's in Veracruz. It's the largest tobacco region in Mexico. So there you go. Well, that makes so much sense. Why ban it? Ban them. Ban them. What do you think of this whiskey, man? 90 proof, man, but this is like, I like this shit. I feel like these people are going to find out that I'm probably the, the biggest <laughs> drinker on the show. Uh, I don't know if that's the Irish in me or the Polish in me, but there is a uh, good combination here. Oh, hey, it is called the Clover. Irish Clover, man. Here's the, Fuck what it. is it, faith, love, happiness, and what else does it say on the bottle, Jay? being able to do cocaine but not smoke tobacco. <laughs> yes, in Mexico. in Mexico. Only in Mexico, though. Only in Mexico. Fucking Cancun, uh, Cabo, fucking Puerto Vallarta. Hope, faith, love, and luck. The luck clover. Of, luck of the Irish. Well, I mean, that makes sense. And no tobacco, but all the fucking blow and molly. So, just to touch on some shit, all right? Obviously... We joined Cigar Hustler Universe, so I, I just am, I'm kind of curious. What do you think that these uh, new listeners, new audience, and obviously new friends of the show, what what do you, what can they expect from us? I mean, we're definitely going to say some pretty wild shit. Like we don't hold back. I like to think of us as the everyday guy talk for cigars and all that. Like. We try not to make it our main focal point of the show. Obviously, it's our overarching theme, but I'm never going to be that guy that's going to be like, oh, I get the manure notes and the, you know, leather. Get the fuck out of here. Like, listen, I could tell you if it's good, you know, maybe I smell a thing or two here. 
I'm sure my palate's gotten considerably a little bit more refined since I've been doing this so frequently. But I don't know. I'm not a snob like that. I want it to be relatable to everybody who enjoys these products. Now, I know we run two shows. Only one's going to be available on uh, Cigar Hustler Universe. But Caleb, uh, what, what do you think that they're going to be able to expect on this show? And if they want to become a listener of the After Her, what, what, what can we expect from that? Well, on this show, you're definitely going to get some laughs. You know, We're funny. On both shows, you're going to get laughs. Second show is going to get a little crazy on the After Her. But here, we're going to keep it. Funny, we still have another segment coming up, which you guys hopefully will like, and you get a little insight onto what uh, Jerry and Gio do professionally. Yeah, yeah, I, I knew we were going to get into that. I'm glad that we didn't bring that up at first, but obviously with a little insight to what we do, uh, I think that that segment becomes a little more fun because, yeah. you know, you know, it, it, it'll make sense in a yeah. little bit. Well, Absolutely. Like, like we said, you're going to get a little bit of cigar reviews. We're not, you know, we're not... The best cigar reviewers. Clearly, I'm one of the worst. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I can't. I can't. I got to kind of be honest here. I don't think that you can run a cigar show and just talk about cigars for an hour and a half. I, I can't. I don't know how our audience is. I don't know. I, I can tell you about our audience. None of our audience wants to listen to anybody talk about a cigar for an hour and a half. When you're sitting in a cigar lounge, you're sitting in your local brick and mortars. You're not talking about, oh, man, this is, uh, like Gio said, you're not talking about the notes you're getting on a cigar. You're having conversations. Sports. A cigar is as great as the moment you're in. You know, like I don't know if that makes a lot of sense, but you, when you're smoking a cigar, probably remember the moment more than you remember the cigar. Was it a great experience? Was it not a great experience? Do you agree to that? Absolutely. I mean, they're celebratory cigars. They're stress relief cigars. They're like... I'm going to fucking kill someone if I don't have a cigar cigar. <laughs> Why'd you look at me like that? Because you are a very frequent of that. <laughs> <laughs> very true. But we I all, need we my all stimulants. Get we all get that. Alcohol. Energy drinks. Caffeine. Yeah. Nicotine. Bring them on, baby. I love stimulants. I don't think alcohol is a stimulant, though. Uh, no, that's it's a downer. A de- <laughs> that is a downer. Yeah. It's a downer that I enjoy. Give us all the teens. Creatine for uh, in the gym, right, Gio? Protein. There you go. Hey. Give, us all, give us all the teens. D-Bowl. <laughs> you fucking asshole. TRT. All the good shit. Give but, us all that good shit, Gio. But, but yeah, to wrap up what you're going to get, you're going to get cigar reviews, some cool, some cool cigars that we smoke, some great whiskeys that we drink, some cool pictures. If you're down to follow the Instagram, man, you should be following it. Um, we also have the Facebook too. Make sure you check that out as well, and the TikTok that Jerry runs until TikTok gets banned. Um, but yeah, you're gonna get some laughter, some cool picks, great cigars, yeah. great whiskey, and we'll give you some great in between banter. That's what you're gonna get from Down to Herf. I feel like you forgot to mention good interviews. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. You did. You did. We have some great guests. Uh, check out all the old episodes too, man. They're yeah, out, a, a lot YouTube. of our old stuff. You can kind of get an idea of what we're we're about. Uh, like I said, the the main the main meat. Yes, we talk about... You son of a bitch. I, I did it because Caleb did it. <laughs> Caleb said main meat. So I'm going to say main meat. The, no more meat talk. It's weird. <laughs> no more meat. But listen, That's, the main topics of our show are never really going to be about the cigar and the whiskey. We're always going to talk about something more important. Something I think you guys are going to enjoy more than us sitting here talking about a cigar for an hour and a half. Yeah. That being said... 
We talked a little about the Mexico cigar ban. We talked about if it's criminal or not. Maybe we get into that first segment that we usually run. All right, guys. Jerry, roll it. This segment is called Patrol Gone Wild. Patrol Gone Wild. We're doing it big. And Ah. Caleb, I want you to say a little about what it is. All right. So if you guys don't know, Jerry and Gio, they work together. They are police officers. So this segment was brought to you by these guys and what they encounter almost on the daily crazy police stories. Um, whether it be your local crackhead, a crazy <laughs> chase, a crazy story that these guys experience. But when you know they don't have a story like that, we go out there and we browse the interwebs and we try to find our own crazy stories. We get clips, we get videos, and we'll play them for you. Now, I like the breakdowns just because obviously it makes life easier. So this is going to be quite entertaining. Are we going to have Caleb start us off? So we do have three clips today. Uh, which is real nice. It won't always be three. It's not always going to be three. Sometimes it's one. Sometimes it's a story that me and Gio actually experienced personally. Uh, but this week, we just did three clips. We obviously want to show you guys our funny side a little bit. Yeah. Uh, obviously, not all three clips are going to be funny today. Some, one is actually pretty fucked up. Yeah, but sometimes they are. like It's pretty morbid. Yeah, they could be pretty bad. Well, I mean, I think that just comes with the territory. I don't think uh, it, anyone that knows uh, anyone in law enforcement, those people are not usually the most uh, <laughs> the most normal, I guess you would say. But have the best stories. Yeah. Law enforcement officers always have the best stories. All right. Well, uh, who's leading off? Well, that's up to you. Oh, dude, do we have three or do we have four? I don't know. Dude, I think there's three. I mean, I have I think one. there might be three. You have one. Caleb, go ahead. Lead us off. All right. So mine is out of the New York Post from a couple of days ago. We have Florida Man. Looking at you guys down there at Cigar Hustler. Um, Florida Man hides from cops in pile of insulation during attempted home burglary. Was this Boots? <laughs> it could have been. So I, I think we got the picture going up, right? All right. We got a picture going up. So a guy broke into a house on Sunday, and he hid in a pile of construction insulation before he was arrested by responding officers. And this is out of... North Fort Myers, Florida. Um, Davis, 44, got himself stuck in an itchy situation. <laughs> the would-be burglar climbed into the house's attic, buried himself under the insulation when officers searched the home. Now, they couldn't find him for like 45 minutes until he was caught. Uh, the photo shows Davis buried in the duct system of the attic, covered in white insulation. So he's covered in ash. He's buried talk about itchy man this guy was definitely in deep for it and you know he was arrested um for burglary attempted burglary because i don't think he actually got to steal anything he was caught before he can get away with anything why do you say burglary like that how are you supposed to say it burglary 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 why do you say it like that it's my accent it's that like south cheek to Waga thing going it's that 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 uh northern bullshit north i ain't oh it's not, it's southern cheek yeah but man. i'm sure to some of our listeners we probably sound oh. insane <laughs> yeah we probably we talk do. so fucking fast too we probably sound can- canadian more than yeah we probably sound like <laughs> canadians eh? hey hopefully okay. not but yeah they they found him as they saw the broken window up in the attic um he's got this guy's got a lengthy criminal history of theft drug charges so kind of fitting Kind of, you know, I guess being caught in itchy insulation is also uh, Gio, have we ever had shitty. like a situation where we remember, like, you remember that time we had that guy, uh, we were clearing that uh, that house, 
and the dude was hiding in the bathroom. That was up there. I was more so thinking the guy that tried to pretend to be a tree. That no, <laughs> that, that was fucking hilarious too. Didn't you guys tell that story before? Yeah, like we, did. Early, oh yeah we did. We did. Yeah, on an earlier episode, we talked about that. And like, the, didn't the neighbors the like point up, him out? Remember the guy who no. was like, "Oh, I was just up here to take a shit." <laughs> you remember that he broke into a house. He was clearly squatting, and he Doing claimed, crack. "Yeah, he was just smoking crack in the bathroom." He claimed that he was just there to take a shit in the abandoned house. I love his excuse too. Like he's like. Now, this is across the street from a public grocery store that you could use the restroom at. His excuse was, oh, I know the person that lives here, so I went in to take a shit and broke the window to go in. Little does he know. We know no one lives there. Right. Fucking idiot. You dummy. You fucking dummy. You know what clip I want to hear from that one. Do I? Yeah. You're the lowest of the low? No. Same you person idiot, said you it. You idiot. Oh, yeah, of course. Our fearless leader. You idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but. Love that. Yeah. Oh, man, that's dumb. This is, like, first off, does he get, like, a, like, did he have to go get checked out for, like, fucking mesothelioma or some shit after that? I feel like you gotta have it I think he definitely ordered mesobook after that, right? Like, because the picture is, like, I thought it was, like, a zombie or something. Like, it looked like someone <laughs> coming out of the fucking grave. No, no, he was, like, in straight insulation. If you've ever even just done insulation, I'm sure somebody out there is listening right now. They're like, I know exactly what the fuck he's talking about. That fucking sucks. So the, Imagine that feeling. So police had to get him out with non-lethal gas. That's how he eventually came <laughs> out. <laughs> All covered in insulation, all like oh, all white, God, and it's dude. got like that like that. that sucks. What is that material? Like it sticks to your clothes. Fiberglass. Like, like fiber, there you go. Yeah, it's all stuck to insulation. God, yeah, this shit sucks. But uh, yeah, man, that that's that's uh, it seems pretty standard. Uh, I want to get into a little clip. Boots, stay out of the insulation. I love Florida Man stories. I want to get into great. a little clip. I don't know where this is from. I don't even know if this is a parody video, but I feel like this is a pretty funny one. Uh, this is a clip of some kid. Uh. I know. Apparently, he witnessed a homicide. I know who this guy is. This is probably most definitely a a, a, a fake. Whatever. Who a gives goof, a shit? A goof. Th- it's this shit is really funny. But imagine this scenario for a second. Middle of our tournament, where my friend John said he found a body in the bushes over there. I ran over there because I'm a healing monk to try and help. But obviously, my magic wasn't strong enough because the dude's body was missing a head. So my friend decided to try to use a necromancer spell, which didn't work, which I knew it wouldn't. And apparently we contaminated the crime scene because that spell uses a lot of glitter. (laughs) All right. So uh, obviously, if you watch the YouTube, uh, you'll be able to see this clip. We'll obviously pull it up for you. But for you listeners, this is some nerd like LARPer dude who's dressed like a medieval knight with like chain mail talking about how. They're like the Dungeons and Dragons fucking LARP nerds. Sorry if there's any out there that listen to the show, but like, think you the guys are fucking nerds. I love I, you guys. I love it. I love I Anytime we get a LARPing thing, I love talking about it. It's so funny to me. I just feel like uh, as an officer, right, you come on this scene, uh, they call it a dead body, right, Gio? We, we roll up to this scene, and there's a bunch of fucking LARP nerds fucking <laughs> throwing glitter all over the dead fucking body. Like, oh my God, dude. Arrest, like arrest I don't, them. yeah. Like I, I think what at that point, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, like, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? We'll, well, we we'll bring him back. Body, so yeah, we're gonna bring him back to life. His head's missing. Uh, the head's not on scene, but we'll try it. Like, 
But you know there's people out there that are serious about that shit. Yeah. 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 They believe it. And the fucked up thing, though, is, is like, yes, it's clearly parody, but it's not far out of the realm of possibility in 2023 that somebody would do some dumb shit like that. You know, I uh, I saw that the dude that you love on uh, Instagram, uh, Duke Gomez. Yeah. He has a hoodie that I really want to. Re- I actually am really considering buying it. To wear on the show. Is it the bring back bullying one? Bring back bullying. Because I feel like some people, they need bullying. I agree. It is... I agree. I'm sorry if we have any victims of bullying. (laughs) Sorry. Obviously, you've made it this far. So you're tough enough to to realize that, like, if this shit is real, these people need to be bullied. And my best advice to anyone who's being bullied or has been bullied, my best advice by far is have a sense of humor and uh, make your bullies laugh or make fun of them. I mean, maybe not. Don't make fun of them too much that they want to beat you this up seems even more. Awfully, awfully specific, Caleb. <laughs> you know what? I remember. Did, fresh- were you a victim of bullying? I, I, you know what? Someone tried to bully me uh, freshman year in gym class. Didn't work out too well for them because I had the whole gym class laughing at them instead of people clowning on me. That's how you do it, folks. Do you want to elaborate on it? No, it's pretty uh, graphic. I, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty graphic. Okay. The things they wanted me to do in the locker room, and I flipped it around on them. Okay. Let's just say it involved gay things. Okay. And I said, if you want to go there, that makes you gay, not me. Okay. I won't say what they wanted me to do, but I flipped it around on them, and man, it worked. It worked out for you. Short kings. Short kings. Got to have a sense of humor. Big brain, short king. That's right. Big reviews, too. (laughs) (laughs) This is a clip that Gio wanted us to bring up. Uh, I feel like we'll enjoy This is out of the New York Post. Uh, I think they just reposted. Uh, obviously, yeah, the, they have the, the TikTok of the guy who initially uh, posted this. But you want to get into this, Gio? All right. So there's a police standoff going on. And now, if anyone who is a listener has worked in law enforcement, you know that when you are holding a scene, no matter what is going on, it could be clear as day that they cannot go in this particular direction and people will lack the common sense and wherewithal to realize, oh, maybe I should find a different route, or I can't do that right now. Okay. And lo and behold, this wonderful video of a police standoff where there's about nine squad cars, it looks like, outside of this home. The Amazon driver, no fucks given, just walks right up and makes sure that package gets delivered. Let's go to the club. Amazon, hard at work. In the midst of a standoff, he's going to deliver his package. I don't give a (laughs) (laughs) Yo, that's so good, man. So, this thing got like over 2 million views. Like, on TikTok or whatever. This dude, I think they just... Oh my God. They made him fucking leave, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, there they go. He crossed the tape. Give us the baggage, bro. Yo... All I want to know is, <laughs> fucking, this driver is amazing because I can't even get FedEx to drop my package off when I send it to a building that has a fucking door guy that's holy job is to sign for packaging and FedEx won't deliver that shit. This guy is ready to just be like, yo, fuck it. I got to get my shit out. I love the last route. tweet, too. Uh, I know Amazon has him real stressed to do something like this. <laughs> like, Walk. you got to imagine, is there some kind of pressure that we don't know about? If it's, you're an Amazon delivery guy, 
please reach out. I'd love to know, like, is there, like, standards? Like, oh, Amazon's, like, I guess notorious for, like... They're hard pressers. And, like, if you, like, fuck it up, they'll just fire you and hire someone else. Like, like that quick. Like, they're... Obviously, I would assume non-union, right? Yeah, there, like, is a big push to unionize in Amazon. Obviously, I don't think Bezos wants that. But, dude, you're a billionaire. At this point, like, maybe you should unionize where you've got your employees that are willing to fucking walk into a police standoff here i hope that guy got employee of the month he deserves it listen i wonder i want to know did they get their two-day prime package (laughs) they did turn him around if you see the clip they did walk up to him and say like what the fuck are you doing because i know if it was me and you we'd probably say dude what are you doing go like there's clearly tape here i mean maybe just give it like a good old launch pray to god it's nothing fragile (laughs) hey can you put this on this address over here yeah right Here's your bottle of down to her chronic guilty single barrel pick. <laughs> I love that. There's a couple bottles left for all you new listeners out there. Yep. Nine. 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 <laughs> Unstickered, but who cares? We can slap a sticker on and just write a funny number on there, like 369. You guys deserve it. 420. <laughs> That's a great one. I love it. Yeah. Whatever. 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 So we'll get into this last clip. Uh, this is a pursuit in the California Highway Patrol. I do want to put a disclaimer on this one. This is graphic content. This man did perish to his injuries. Uh, so what happened was this guy stole a California Highway Patrol police car, thought it was a great idea, took them on a 90-minute chase. They tried to uh, strip spike him several times. He was approaching the, the spikes and decided it was a good idea to just jump out of the vehicle. At 46 miles per hour. Uh, for any of you guys that have uh, soft stomachs, just throwing it out there. Maybe Skip don't watch this. Part this. For the next, like, Graphic content coming 15 up. 15 seconds. So here we go. Right oh, on, uh, Dennis, Dennis, I want to bring back Stu. Stu, what's going on? He's jumping out of the oh. car. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. He just bailed out of the car, out of a moving car. Look, it just crashed into the light pole. Oh, my goodness. Not a really ideal situation. Uh, I cringed a little bit. Did you? A little bit. Just I hate seeing people skid on pavement. It's not nice to see. Who was the other guy running, too, by the way? Was that a like a passenger? I actually don't know who that guy okay, was, but yeah. clearly he was very close to the where he bailed out of the car. But uh, while going 46 miles per hour, the stolen car's door suddenly opened and the suspect leaped out to the road. He is dead, unfortunately for him. Obviously, we know people do stupid shit, but we don't want to see anybody die from these stupid things. Uh, you know, as soon as his feet touch the ground, his head immediately slams backwards. Uh That'll do it. Really, really terrible. The uh, suspect hasn't been identified yet, but, you know, despite the officers attempting life-saving measures, the driver's major injuries were, unfortunately, he was pronounced dead at the scene. So, RIP to him. Obviously, we don't want to see anybody die, but this is the kind of shit that happens in the world. And this is from the New York Post. Uh, I can post a link to this in in the description, but... Yeah, man. Really, really, really shitty. Uh, we deal with shit like this sometimes. Um, you um, know, people getting hit by cars, shit like that. There's a moral of the story here. Don't steal cars, especially police cars. 
big, big never no, big no, no. ends well. No, no, it really doesn't. Like, it really does not. And I, I think me and Gio, from a law perspective, uh, law enforcement perspective, we can kind of say also there's not a lot of things that you can do that get you in a lot of trouble. Stealing a patrol vehicle. That's one of the ones that are really going to get yeah, you fucked. In, in New York, we don't, you know, we there's very lax laws, but that one they take seriously. Yeah, yeah. I wonder why he jumped. Like, why? I think it's. Uh-huh. They said he was uh, upcoming to the the spike, the spike strips, and they said that he, I guess, knew he was going to hit them at that point, and maybe just I don't know, play a little to too much Grand Theft Auto, and just thought he could just jump out of a fucking car and I mean, live. I mean, 46, I guess. Most people don't know. It seems kind of slow, but I guess when you jump out and you hit pavement, that ain't slow, man. That's tough. Yo, 20 miles an hour will fuck you up. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Like, yeah. Especially a head injury, too. No helmet. No, I mean, obviously not going to have a helmet on in this situation, but still, Listen, even with a helmet, you're going to get fucked up. All right. To take this away from the person that was deceased, oh, my God, if I'm that officer whose patrol car got stolen, I am just, and the, the dude ended up dying... The amount of oh fucks I am doing. Oh, sheesh. I need another pour. Not, <laughs> not ideal. Sheesh. Like, not a good day. I. There has to, unless like this dude, like, because he was, they said he was responding to a call. Like, did this dude, like, get out the car? Because apparently he was in an accident. I noticed in the article they said something like he, like, crashed his Corolla. Maybe this dude thinks like, oh shit, like maybe I'm hammered or this dude's going to find out something or I have a warrant. I'm thinking maybe he was under the influence of something. I feel like a lot of people in those scenarios, just based on personal experience, panic and do a lot of stupid shit when they think they're going to get in a lot of trouble. And it just turns out to get worse for them. Uh, Well, like. Because, I mean, that's not uncommon, like, you know, for to, like, just leave a car, like, running while you're going to handle a scene. But, oh, man. All I know is that dude had to do a shit ton of paperwork. This is not bad boys where, you know, they're back, you know, having a shootout the next scene. So, I do have to touch on that. It's really funny you bring up bad boys. Uh, The first scene of Bad Boys 2 absolutely infuriates me because Insane. you would be on administrative leave forever <laughs> that's forever if not lose your job i know in florida the shit's a little crazy but you that captain would be doing more than woosahs that guy would be like oh my god i'm fucked we're all fucked the everyone's whole, the fucked. whole department would be fucked fuck that was cr- that opening scene was crazy you got Caskets flying out with bodies, shooting everywhere, <laughs> cars wrecked everywhere. Dude, uh, shootout on what? Uh, Not major just cars, dude. All these things were like beautiful sports vehicles. Oh, yeah. Like, for, like, oh my God. I can't even imagine. Cars over $75,000. They were insane cars. Top of the line. Semi trucks, like bridges. Bullets everywhere. Bullets everywhere. Flying machine gun style bullets. What I love is they never miss an hour of work. <laughs> What? No, the well in the first one, like after they had that, like they kept like Martin Lawrence there to do paperwork, and he's like, "No, you be Mike." Yeah, but like that only served the plot of the movie for like three seconds. Yeah, yeah. That's that's one thing that like cop shows and movies they don't uh, really handle the discipline aspect too well. So that would probably be lo- like. A good reason why uh 
a lot of police officers and people in law enforcement, they're really not going to be about like watching police shows. Because I think about like these FBI shows that they show on like uh, late night television, you know, like the, the NCS, FBI, like all the shit that they put out. Yeah. These people in one episode pull their gun out, shoot several rounds. You shoot your gun in real life. You're on a administrative leave for God only knows how long. Like a day, maybe two, at least a day. a day. They never show the paperwork. I mean, after the- you shoot your gun. It's not good. They never get sued. <laughs> no, yeah. there's no lawsuits. Yeah, fucking hey. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, for any of you guys that are interested in actually a true law enforcement show, you got like The Wire and like NYPD Blue. I feel like The Wire is the the truest police show that you can possibly watch. Yeah. When I watch that show, one it shows uh. It just shows what it's really like to be a police officer. So if you do have HBO Max and you are really curious what it's sort of like to be a cop, I think The Wire is really the best depiction of what it really is. And it it shows all sides. Yeah, they do a good job of that. It's just a fantastic show. Might be up for a rewatch for me. I could go for that. All right, do we have any other uh, Patrol Gone Wild stories? That's it, dude. There's four. Cool. That was four, dude. Nice. Caleb, do you want to start us off in uh, in the cigar review? All right. Before we get into that cigar review, can you kind of describe our little system? So we go on five categories, and I'm going to let Caleb just touch on that a little bit, just so our audience knows how we do our cigar review. All right. So we do a thing. We got the A, B, C, D, E's of cigar rating. So we do appearance, burn, construction, draw, and enjoyment give an overall rating and we do give a mean score as well so i'll start off first we got the davidoff you're the rabbit le 2023 perfecto so appearance with the double band and the shape of it and the vitola giving it an eight uh burn i'm giving this a nine i really had no issues didn't relight it at all just one light at the beginning construction giving it a 9.5 beautifully constructed uh nice ash if you guys saw jerry and geos throughout the show uh, mine fell occasionally when I put it down, but I wanted to put it down a little too hard. Um, I went with a V-cut. I'm notorious for my V-cuts. I just love doing it almost on every cigar. Uh, if you see my Down to Herf shirt, the back says it fits my mouth. I got the V-cutter on there. Um, enjoyment, I gave this a oh, draw. I gave it a 10. Perfect draw. Uh, big fat clouds all the way. So, Davidoff, you, you won me over with this one. Um, enjoyment, I gave it a 9. Um, I wanted to give it a little higher. I don't know why. Something was missing a little bit for me, and I can't put my uh, flavor profile or my mind on what was missing. But nevertheless, I really enjoyed smoking this up, this with you guys on this episode, being that you know big announcement, first one coming out on the Cigar Hustler Podcast Network. Um, that gives an overall score of forty five point five. I gave us a ninety one. So I really enjoyed it. I, um, and if you're gonna ask me, is it worth it? Like our title set is gonna say definitely worth it if you can fifty dollars if you can just pick up a single of this i think anyone out there would enjoy this i even if you have a low-end budget or you could afford it um if you're gonna buy it buy one enjoy it save it for a special occasion with your boys uh anniversary something special definitely save it in your humidor but totally worth it and i'm glad we smoked it i love that that was a great review uh my review is 
pretty similar to yours, Caleb. Uh, the appearance I gave this a nine. It's a pretty cool cigar. I love the the Zodiac calendar, the Chinese Zodiac calendar. Uh, double banded. You have your uh, standard white Davidoff band, and then you have the Year of the Rabbit red band on the cigar. Uh, really, really cool. The burn, I gave it a nine. This thing is just uh, very consistent. I mean, this thing is just, it, it stays right where it needs to be. There's no boating, no canoeing, none of that bullshit that you deal with on a, a bad cigar. Uh, the construction, I gave it a 10. I mean, this thing's a tank. Uh, I'm sure Gio's going to touch on the construction a little bit. I feel like you go a little in-depth into the cigar reviews. But uh, this thing, it ashed when I wanted it to ash. And uh, the ash holds on, too, man. This thing is a stack of dimes, and it is really, really, really good. Uh, great construction. The draw, like Caleb said, uh, straight clouds, man. Uh, very smoky cigar. Uh, with the V-cut, I did the same thing as you did. Uh, the Calibri V-cut. Very, very nice draw. I gave that a 9 as well. The overall enjoyment a 9. Really, really like this cigar. Bringing me to a 46 overall. 92. High rating for me. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. After we smoked... like I'm a big fan of the Davidoff Late Hour. Uh, I think that's a really, really good cigar. But I was a little skeptical on the... Zodiac because of what happened to me with the Year of the Ox. I had not smoked the Year of the Ox or the Year of the Tiger, but this thing was awesome, man. Uh, the, maybe it was the Vitola for me. I'm a huge sucker for a Perfecto, but dude, 92 overall. I got some notes on this. I got like a creamy coffee taste. Uh, maybe that's just my palate a little fucked up because Gio gave me a cold earlier in the week. <laughs> uh but we'll see what happens. Gio, what did you think of it? Because I really, really like this. So my appearance, I actually gave it a 9.5. Uh, you got the red and gold band, which is, you know, the Chinese New Year theme. So they always do that with their Zodiac releases. The box, if you guys saw it, it's a unique box. It's actually each cigar has its own little uh, cutout. So it's not like your traditional cigar boxes where everything's laid out there for you. Uh Davidoff really, I would say, with this one is like up there with like a Fuente in terms of presentation. I said it before. I think Fuente is one of the brands that consistently, with their higher end releases, will get a, almost a ten every single time for presentation, and that's kind of my standard. And this is right up there. It very, very close to a ten. Like it's hard to get a ten, and it always should be, in my opinion. Uh, burn i gave this an 8.5 i had to touch it up once and that's a good sign for me considering i talked a lot today uh usually i i give a a huge curve when that happens but this was very good construction man this thing got a nine for me this thing held up beautifully no cracking no peeling the wrapper slid right off so you didn't have to worry about potentially you know ripping the wrapper for it just to touch on that real quick i don't want to interrupt you but you're absolutely right uh you notice like some cigars you struggle to get that wrapper off yeah both of these wrappers came right off when when they got to that point that they needed to i really like that hate yeah. hate when that happens when you can't get the band off it sucks yes yeah and you 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 risk the wrapper being messed up or your you, ash you, is your ash has fallen off i mean this thing yeah. just did what it needed to do yeah no prominent like veins that would cause like any distress to it you know these are stored very well a uh, little nervous because we did order these kind of late in it here after that, and we didn't know, you know, 
we had to actually go to UPS to pick these up. You know, had to make some, uh, pull some strings to get them. But even in the shipping, there was no issues right there. Draw, I gave it an eight. I think I would have enjoyed it a little bit more if I, you know, straight cut it. I mix it up, you know, depending on what I'm getting. But V cutting, you know, it still produced a ton of smoke. It wasn't, you know, I still think I've smoked cigars that have produced more, but. I got to actually experience the cigar without looking. Is this thing fucking, you know, working on me or tunneling? What? You know, I enjoyed it. That's not a big deal for me. Overall enjoyment. I gave it a nine. I really enjoyed what they were trying to do with this cigar. And I appreciated, you know, the complexities of it. The only reason this didn't really get like a 10 on that scale. And I'm being truthful. Is the price. That price point, man. And that's what it's going to come down to. And, and I hate to touch on this point. What's the consensus? Is the year of the rabbit worth that price point? So me personally, I'm going to say no, because at $50, I expect, I expect a cigar to be, you know, very tobacco forward in terms of like strength, full bodied. Like I want to really experience it. Like this cigar, if we drink a higher proof point, I don't think we get to taste much in it. Like, so this good is point. This is something I actually had on my notes. Yeah. It is a very medium body cigar for what it is. Yeah. Uh, when you pay high price points on whiskeys, right, uh, you're expecting a bang. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to feel the cigar. Uh, I feel like I could smoke three of these, chain smoke them, and not get that cigar buzz that, you know, some guys chase. Some guys like to get melted into the chair. Yeah. Uh, this is just like... Like Caleb said, this is an occasion cigar. If you're just trying to sit there, you're trying to celebrate something, uh, yeah, this is a really, really great cigar. But I don't know if it's worth $50. There's so many better cigars out there that you can get that are less than $50. So, and that's nothing to disrespect yeah. Davidoff. Like, but, man. You can get something for $20, $30 range, I guess, right? Yeah. That's what you're saying? 100%. So are you a yes, no, or are you an I don't know? In between. Would I smoke it again? Yes. Would I pay $50 for it? No, I wouldn't. Like, especially right now, like, yes, this is not a, you know, cheap hobby by any means, but there are some very, very, like, well-made cigars out there that I would say are on par with this, but, you know, half the price. My suggestion, take that 50 bucks, go buy a nice five pack of something that you really like. You know, So many stores are doing like $50 sampler packs. You could have five cigars and try, you know, brands you've never had before. Yeah. I now, like that. if you love Davidoff and, you know, you, you know, that $500 for a box doesn't break you or you're a collector. Sure, by all means, like, you know, it's that whole Pokemon syndrome that you got to collect it all. We've all been there with certain things. Especially Jerry's, certain brands. Jerry's like that with everything in his life. <laughs> oh, jeez. Why, why you got to do me like that, Whiskey, man? cigars, whatever it is, that's Jerry for you. But got to have them all. I got a nice collection of a lot of things. Make sure you reach out. <laughs> oh, Gio, what was your overall score? Uh, I know so you went through the rating. actually totaled up. To a 44 for me for an 88 overall. All right. All it's right. got a very high rating. Like, I enjoyed it, but, like... That's a high rating for you. Absolutely. We said you were notoriously lower than us. Yeah. Caleb's the notoriously high guy. 
Hey, but you you got me by one today, so you know. I, listen, I I really enjoyed this cigar. Uh, ninety two for me is no joke. Yeah. I'm usually teetering between like, oh, were there issues? Like, I really try to pinpoint things that I could take points away for. Not a lot to take away here, man. I mean, look at this thing. I mean, look at the look at the trail smoke just coming off this thing right now. I mean. I am down to like the nub here. I got maybe like two, three, four good puffs left, and Damn. and then it's done. I mean, this thing was really—it's a phenomenal cigar. But at the price point of fifty dollars, save your money, go get something you like. Yeah, I mean, again, Davidoff. You know, I think you redeemed yourself a little bit in my eyes. Like, you know, I—I I get it. You know what you're doing. You're in, you're Davidoff <laughs> for a reason. You're kind of the OG that was boutique before boutique was a thing. But man, 50 bucks. Like, I keep coming back to that. And I just think of all, like, I could fucking go buy a $12 cigar and then put fucking $38 in my gas tank. I, 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 Welcome I get, to New York. I get it. I get it. Uh, $50 is a lot for a stick. Um, five pack sounds reasonable. It's, it's a better deal. Um, I, it's still again, 250 bucks. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean like a five pack of something else. Oh, okay. I see what you're but saying. um, I get it. Like for the occasion, I think buy it for the occasion or keep it in your humidor to show off. Um, overall score for the three of us for our first episode on Cigar Hustler Podcast Network, ninety point three three. Um, for a banger cigar, one that we, it was probably like a must smoke for us. And we clear- have been talking about smoking the cigar for what two months. And I'm glad that we finally did it, but I got to say, again, for the second time, there's a lot of better options. They're not better as as far as like profile and how great the cigar was, but that price point is an absolute killer, man. Just to point it out, okay, three cigars, 150 bucks plus $20 shipping. I'm at $170. That is a box a of box. some other brands. It's a box of something that you Very like. good brands as well. You know, you can get a box for 170 bucks. And, man, I just, like, it's not, to me, I, I can't justify it again. Like, if I was gifted it, I'd love it. But, you know, this is definitely one that if you got it, you know, you smoke with the boys and enjoy for that experience. But if this is something you're just trying to... Have you're gonna just sit on it and treat it like, you know, try and go through that box over ten years or something? I don't know. I wanted to just touch on this whiskey real quick. Uh, this is a really good bottle. Do you know what the MSRP on this is, Caleb? Uh, uh, about seventy dollars. I think I said it earlier. 70 about seventy bucks. And I actually think a uh, great price point, uh, especially given that it's a single barrel. The legend behind it with uh, Bobby Jones. Would I buy this? Yeah, hundred percent. I'd buy it. I agree on that. I second that. For Tennessee whiskey, this is this is fire, man. This is really, really good. Uh, Gio, what did you think of it? I was a fan of it. I mean, like I said, I got a lot of honey. It was very easy to go down. Like, it didn't overpower a very, like, cigar here, and I like that. Like, We don't do a lot of 90 proofs. Yeah. Usually, no. the shit that we drink is over 100 proof. Oh, man. If he would have paired this with, like, a fucking uh, horse soldier, I wouldn't do <laughs> My enjoyment for the Davidoff might have been way the fuck down, you know? Great pairing. Um, Something we try to work on is pairings. Um, As far as I say, this is probably one of our better pairings that we've done. Yeah. Really flowed together very nicely. I mean, for those who don't have Clover available, 
I'd say maybe try and find something with like a sweeter finish to it. You know, your rum or cognac or maybe a port cask. Something like that would really, really blend well with this because then it's the the drink is a milder finish and then you still get to enjoy and not be just destroyed when you're smoking the cigar. That being said, Caleb, as the episode's winding down, take us home, baby. All right, guys. Make sure you follow the Facebook, the Instagram. Got to subscribe to that YouTube. Uh, guys, you need to look for us on the Cigar Hustler Podcast Network. Um, you can get that on all streaming platforms as well. You have to search them. You'll find us. Um, but make sure you follow that TikTok as well, the Facebook, Instagram. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channels. We need that grower gang energy. So come follow us. Uh, we look forward to our new partnership. We've got a lot of good things coming. Great cigars coming up next. Even great whiskey as well. So I want to take this, this moment to just, uh, fellas, cheers to being on the number one cigar podcast on Podbean. Cheers. Cheers. So cheers to that, and we look forward to the future. And guys, to follow us on Instagram, for those of you that are listening, it is Down to Herf Podcast. H E R F. For most of our cigar guys, we know what Herf is. Right. But that is a play on Down to Earth. Yes. Down to Herf, baby. Hey. That being said, we'll see you guys next week. Same time. Wednesday, same place. Wednesday release. It's going to be Wednesday release. Wednesday releases. And we look forward to seeing you guys then. Cheers. The Down to Herf podcast, its owners and sponsors take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show hosts or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of Mike and Mike Productions or the podcast providers, and opinions between talk show hosts may differ. It's not our intention to libel, incite, or hurt anyone's feelings. We invite you to write the show's host, Jerry Lewandowski, with any feedback or suggestions you have for their show. These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hopes that they will be entertaining to the audience.